Have you ever heard where the old punchline, hold my beer, comes from? The origins supposedly go back to the early 1990s when, you guessed it, the southern comedian Jeff Foxworthy turned redneck jokes into a cottage industry. In a 1996 joke book he published, it had a joke that read, What are Redneck's famous last words? Y'all watch this. In a few short years, those words morphed into, Hold my beer and watch this. This expression has been used in online fail videos, full-hearted stunts, and most recently, Brexit. While Hold My Beer has become a worn-out web cliché, the context of what is happening rings true with this next topic. This is Between the Waves, an audio series to discuss the topics important to today's water safety professional. Here's your host from the great state of Texas, Cody Jones. It is likely no surprise to anyone that teen and adult males have the greatest risk of drowning in open water when drinking. It may be important for us to consider to what extent that may be. Let's pick up the discussion with Alex on her third key point from her research. This topic is about adult males are at the highest risk of drowning or alcohol-related injuries and fatalities. Though the demographic group, 16 to 25-year-old men, consists of only 7% of the U.S. population, 21% of drownings occur within this age group. So that is late high school, early college age, 16 to 25 very small part of our population, but rather large part, almost a fourth of our drownings. Um, typically, adult males underestimate risk and overestimate their ability to cope. Not only do they think, okay, it's not that bad, it's not that risky, it's the storm isn't that bad, whatever, even if it is, I'll be fine. Even if it is, I can swim, I'm a great boater, I can figure it out. Um, and so that's something we see a lot in adult males is that they overestimate how good they are and how they'll be able to cope with a bad situation. Excessive alcohol use is likely to contribute to poor risk assessment and decision making in recreational aquatic activity. So as we know, alcohol is impairing. Um, and so if you already underestimate a risk and then you're really drunk, you're really going to overestimate your ability to cope. So that's, I think, something super common. If you're drunk, you think you're a lot better than you are. So even if you know there's a risk there, alcohol is going to compound the fact that you think you'll be able to be invincible and overcome it and do anything. Um, and that's something that not only puts you at a greater risk in and of itself, but also guides you to riskier situations. So in 2011, two-thirds of reported drowning deaths that involved alcohol occurred in males over 15. I would love for us to be able to look at this number for 21 and over, because if we can say two-thirds of men that drown over the age of 15 had alcohol in their system, that's a big number. But if we could say 90% of men over 21 had alcohol in their system. So to exclude people who aren't of drinking age and be able to make a case on how many men over 21 had alcohol in their system when they drowned, I guarantee that number is bigger, and that would be cool for us to look at just to know what are we dealing with in men over 21. The limitation there is that the only statistics we have right now are either 15 and up or 18 and up. Great statistics, but doesn't give us a good picture of excluding people under the legal drinking age. So this one's important to look at. While it's not directly related to boating under the influence, it does have a lot of implications. A lot of these 
could come from jumping off a boat and drowning after drinking alcohol. But I still think that it's very important for us to look at just from the standpoint of alcohol in the water is what we want to know about in general. The higher rates of male exposure to aquatic environments is compounded by high-risk behaviors, such as swimming alone, not wearing a personal flotation device, and boating or swimming while consuming alcohol. So that is a lot of times what places men at sometimes higher risk is because not only do they drink alcohol and they get in the water, but they do things they shouldn't at the same time. And while, of course, women do that too, it is seen more in men with high-risk behaviors. Information about the dangers of combining drugs and alcohol should be given heavily to men and the older age group. It's much more difficult to protect, protect adults from drowning than it is kids. It's really easy for us to regulate life jackets on kids. It's very hard for us to regulate drowning in adults, um, and especially adult males and older adults. The focus should be on swimming ability and personal flotation devices. I don't know if you caught it at the beginning, but males aged 16 to 25 only account for 7% of the U.S. population. However, they account for 21% of all drownings. This is only compounded when alcohol is introduced into the conversation. Meaningful targeted approaches to this demographic should be considered when developing interventions. It may be time to retire the hold my beer catchphrase and brew up some safety catchphrases that aren't so stale. Well, anyway, until next time, stay safe.